Everybody and welcome to Ask Dr. Gans the podcast. Stress everybody's got it. Everybody's got it. So how do we deal with it? How do we eliminate the bad stuff and how can we use stress to actually help reboot or reconfigure in a positive manner for success at every level? Well, that's why we're here. And joining us is registered psychologist Dr. Gans Ferenc. Hello, how are you today? Hey, great as always. Another week here we go, podcast <laughs> number 11. My name is Bryn Griffiths and I'll be your host as always. Today's topic is get outside or get outside. How do we view this one today? Get out, but get outside. Okay. Right, get outside. Well, research has shown that we feel way worse with the more screen time we have. Yeah. It's and tough this, to tell kids that. Well, you know, this is a thing, right? I mean, our, our culture has not kept pace with the technology, right? We have not set up our... Um, uh, just, you know, kind of how we think about uh, how we run our families, how we run our lives, how we run our uh, just relationships uh, to encompass the changes in technology. And the the truth is that technology, particularly like uh, smartphones, tablets, computers, TVs, all this stuff, the, the, the hardware is very enticing. They make it to be very uh, interesting. So it, it's somewhat addictive. But the software, the, the programming, all the stuff in there is definitely driven that way, right? It's it's really there to keep us engaged with the technology a lot longer. The problem is that uh, the more screen time we have, the less happy, the less healthy, the less we enjoy our lives. And uh, it's causing some real problems for, for us as adults, but also for our kids. And uh, so that's just something we need to be aware of and we need to talk about and come up with some different ways of doing things so that we can actually get back to what's, what's good and what's optimal for us. I'm never hesitant to bring my family into the, the episodes here <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that what we go through in our house, mm -hmm. people go through yeah, everybody's absolutely. household. So let's talk about a 12-year-old yeah. who loves his gaming. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun stuff you can do on gaming. Absolutely. But a year ago, couldn't get him to go outside on a beautiful summer day. Yeah. All of a sudden now he's discovered the game of basketball. Oh, beautiful. It, and so it's, glad. So now you see him jumping on his bike, meeting his buddies at, yeah. uh, at you know up at the courts, up by the school. And now he's come to realize that there's a little more balance. It's not all about gaming. He loves that, yeah. but he sure loves basketball. And I'm very pleased to see that there's been that transition. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the more, and that, that's the thing, the more that kids, well, not just kids, but everybody gets outside, the better they feel. Um, yeah, all the advantages of exercise, you get the blood flowing, your brain gets more oxygen, right? But you're also interacting with like trees and grass and fresh air and, you know, with your 12 year old, he's also getting some social interaction and, you know, so, so many good things come from just this one activity that it's, it's a wonder we don't do it more. <laughs> but like I said, the, the technology is seductive and it pulls us in and, you know, it's much easier to just kind of lay on the couch and play Candy Crush or, you know, watch, <laughs> you know, the 15th episode of whatever it is, right? 
um, than it is to get up and go for a walk or go for a bike ride or go play basketball. One thing to talk to your friends on headsets and Wi-Fi yeah. into your computer and it comes out at their end and they talk to you that way as opposed to just actually talking face-to-face. It's funny, you know, because I like I listen to kids when they play on these games. Oh, they're brutal, especially the guys. They're brutal to each other. <laughs> Holy crap, the way they talk to each other, right? <laughs> but then I watch them when they actually are together. And, you know, like guys are guys, right? And so it's kind of like, you know, they're hot on each other sometimes. Yeah, you're right? cutting guys that's down all, for yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you show love, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not nearly as brutal as when they're anonymous and they're on the other side of the technology, right? So it's it's interesting how how this stuff kind of filters things in a different way. Why is it? And and granted, now we broadcast from a location that is about as no, far north as you can get, a city yeah. of 1.48 million metro. In a climate that is rather inhospitable for probably four to five months for sure. Yeah. But getting out even when it's bad for me yeah. makes me feel great. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the old term used to be cabin fever, right? And yeah. that's when you're stuck in the cabin, you can't get out, and people kind of go a little nuts and be irritable. And that's, you know, when you get a lot of, like, you know, um, violence and stuff happening in the homes and stuff like that, right? But, yeah, getting outside, well, you don't feel as trapped, right? You see the open air, and even when it's cold, you know, bundle up, dress properly so you don't get frostbite and whatnot. But um, just getting out, there's just something about being outside and being uh, uncontained within the four walls that really does help you to feel free. And when you feel free, everything feels better. You you know, your stress levels come down, you feel happier. Uh, well, you know, it does depend on your attitude, of course, too, because if you're it's minus 40 and it's a blizzard and you got a bad attitude towards it. It's, <laughs> it may not be have the lift you really want, right? But, you know, there's lots of days when it's, you know, it's sunny and it's clear where we are sometimes. And, you know, even though it's cold, you're seeing some sunshine and it's pretty bright. And that can really lift your spirits if you let it, right? If you're not too um, negative about the cold. I'm a few weeks away from turning 60. Oh, congratulations. And so, oh, thank you. So I've been around here a long time. We went through a cold snap last year of five weeks where the temperature was hanging around minus 30 to minus 35. That's Celsius. Be- yeah. yeah, that's Celsius, which is not far off minus 35 yep. Fahrenheit, if I'm not mistaken, on yep. the old uh, switcherama. But the sun was shining, blue sky, yep. not much wind. And I didn't, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. I, I had no trouble going out in it. Yeah. It's just, I guess it all depends on your perspective, right? Well, mindset makes a huge, huge difference, right? I mean, and, and look at, we can, we can look and we can complain and we can feel bad about what we have, but at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, we have it anyway. I, I look at it this way. If you're on a roller coaster, right? And you're sitting there and it's like, okay, it's about to go. And the little thing comes down and clicks down. And you got your in, you're locked in now. Yeah. Well, one way or the other, you're going on this ride. Okay. You have no control <laughs> over that, but you do get to choose your attitude, right? You, yeah. you could go in terror. You can be pissed off or you could throw your hands up and say, wee, right? Yeah. And same thing with the weather. You have zero control, right? But your attitude, you, that is, that is something you can control and you know, you're going there anyway. So you get to choose the way you go. And over my 60 years, that's the second coldest snap I've ever yeah. been through. Just That's not the norm. I just want people to understand that. Okay, the other thing, too, it's important to go out and turn everything off. Yes, that's the thing, right? So, so you're, you're like, I suppose it's, it's still better to go outside, even if you're plugged into your phone or you're doing your emails or you're listening to your whatever, listening to your podcasts while you're going for your walk, right? Uh, but you don't get the full advantage of it. Re- you don't really shut stuff off, give your brain a break from all the inputs that are coming at you. 
and just be, be in nature, smell the air, look at the trees. If there's water around, listen to that. Just, just be it, fully immerse yourself in that. You're actually going to get far more out of the experience than if you try to multitask. Well, I want to listen to this podcast, or I need to listen to this music, or I need to like do my, you know, I'm going to sit on the park bench and do my emails. Well, again, still better than sitting in your office or you know your car or whatever. But um, you know, give yourself a break and do yourself a favor and give yourself permission to just be in that natural environment because it does so much good for every aspect of your life and. You know, um, for those people who've read the book, I don't know if you have, Bren, right? Um, when you look at the seven me factors, the things that feed you, uh, being in nature can give you so many of them. Just by one activity, you're, you can get some, you can feed your spiritual self. You can feed your emotional self. If you do it with friends, you can feed your social self, right? Intellectually, you can just kind of look and be aware of like how stuff is designed, right, in, in nature. And you can get so many pieces of the puzzle filled in with this one activity that, you know, can really only take like 10, 15 minutes and you get a big, big result from it. You're listening to Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress as we do every week on this podcast. And you can check us out on Facebook to check out Ask Dr. Gans. It's as simple as that. Dr. Dr. The other thing too, uh, taking a dog for a walk. Yeah. I always used to make this joke and now I've realized as I'm making this joke that this is the highlight of his day. Yeah. This is the highlight of his day. You know what? It's also the highlight of my day. Yes, right. <laughs> it's that nice peace and quiet and the dog and I bond yep. as we go on this long walk Absolutely. and we look around and we listen to the, the birds and the blue jays and the sparrows and all the birds that you have. It's really, it's, it's really something grounding about it. Yes. Yes. For both of us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a highlight of his day and a highlight of your day too, because yeah. And, and, and being outside with animals and dogs are great. I mean, cats will just run off on you, but, um, but the dog will, you know, stay with you and you'll be happy to be there and you throw the ball around or they're just like, you know, looking at the squirrels or whatever. Right. Um, not only you are you in nature when you're taking the dog for a walk, but you are like sort of part of nature because you're connected to the dog. The dog is like, you know, dogs generally are happy, right? Especially when they're around people they love. And, and so, you know, you're around this being that's happy and it's, it's natural. And when you can allow yourself to um, be in that space and fully engage in what you're doing and, and let it in, it can have some really positive effects on your well-being, on your mood, on just, you know, puts things in perspective. Uh, you don't get kind of caught in the vortex of stress that, you know, kind of keeps things humming in your mind and, oh, well, she said this or he did this. And it all kind of melts away because, you know, the dog's happy, you're happy, the nature's out there, you know, the only thing. The only stress you have is make sure you pick up the little droppings that they, you know, little yeah. gifts they leave around, right? So the the other thing too, and it's, it's this is gonna sound crazy, you know, I look at how happy the dog is every day, and yeah. I think to myself, okay, how can I be like that? <laughs> like, how can I live kind of a dog's life where I don't let the little stuff yeah. get to me? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of tough, and, and like I said, going for the walk and. It's got to be good for my immune system just going for a walk with my pal. Absolutely. Every day. Absolutely. Well, and, and you know, you, you, I know you joke a little bit about how can you live the dog's life, but this is, this is the actual truth. I mean, uh, humans, basically, we have the same nervous system as a dog, except we've got like a little extra brain on top of it, right? Mm -hmm. And that little extra brain is what screws us up so much. Yeah, okay. Right? Because with that little extra brain, we actually have 
we have memory and we have planning for the future and we can do a bunch of other stuff that dogs can't do because, but, but we have the basics, the same basic setup. And if we can access that setup or remind ourselves that, you know what, the dogs kind of got it right. The dog is in the moment. They're present. They're, they're, they're not going anywhere. All they're doing is whatever they're doing at that moment. If they're smelling their butt, that's what they're doing, right? If they're chasing a squirrel, that's what they're doing, right? They, they, they're, yeah. they're exactly engaged in whatever it is they're doing. And we can actually, you know, we can do like, you know, a quote-unquote dog meditation, right? And just look at the dog and watch it. And it's like, oh, yeah, let me embody that spirit. Let me embody that way of being present all the time. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think we've talked about this before, but... So I studied martial arts, right? Um, and, uh, and, and a lot of martial arts, this is where much of the martial arts came from. If you like Kung Fu, there's crane style. There's like, you know, um, there's all sorts of different names of, of nat- natural things that are, um, that have inspired a certain style of martial arts. And this is exactly it. This is what the masters have done. They go to nature and they look and they learn. And they say, hey, you know, if I stand like this, if I move like this, this is what it looks like. And there's martial arts are not just about fighting. They really are, especially at the higher levels when they're taught traditionally, they are about self-mastery. They are really about being able to quiet your inner self so you can be fully present to deal with whatever the adversary or the challenge is in front of you. And, in, and, and many people don't, I didn't know this when I started, and many people don't know this. The goal of martial arts training is to do as little damage as possible to solve the problem. Uh, we tend to think we're going to do as most damage as possible, right? But it's as little damage as possible. And that comes from a place of stillness, and that comes from studying nature and, and un- understanding how natural things flow and ebb and, and function in, in nature. You're listening to Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We talk about stress and Today we're talking a little bit about dogs. Uh, you can check us out online at AskDrGans.com. Okay, now trying to pull this all together mm-hmm. to try to hit emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical, and all the other stuff to try to bring it together in one particular activity. You get, I'm guessing you got to do a little bit of homework on this. Well, yeah. I mean, with, with, with all of the me factors, right? Um, you really want to feed these factors on a regular basis so that you can stay balanced and stay healthy and feed that, that aspect of yourself. But yeah, you can look at different, different activities and if you plan them well. Okay, so let's say you do yoga in the park with a bunch of friends, okay? Okay. So you're in nature, you're getting exercise, right? So, so um, and you're with people. So you're hitting the, the spiritual right? Because mm-hmm. some people find yoga spiritual and meditating, right? You're hitting the intellectual because you're learning new things. So you're feeding your brain. You're hitting the social because you're with people, but you're also hitting the intellectual because you're learning new things, right? Um, so one activity can give you a lot of feedback and a lot of like big bang for your buck. So, you know, plan this and make sure you know what, what, the, what the factors are. So if you haven't read the book, read the book, right? Or listen to the, listen to the download because that will help you understand what these things are. But when you feed those aspects of yourself, you feel better, you feel fueled up, and then it's easier then to find other ways to keep that inertia going. How tough is it to actually slow down? Some people, meditation works really well for me when I do it. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't stop and just think about things or try not to think about things. It, it just seems like it's easy to say, but tough to do. Yeah, I, I remember when I first 
tried meditation, it drove me nuts. I think five to 10 seconds and I was pissed off. Right? It's like, what the hell is this? Timing right? is everything. Yeah. So, you know, now 20 minutes, half an hour, not a problem, right? Um, but, you know, look, people, people overcomplicate this. Really, meditation is really just about being, um, I guess, single-minded, focusing on one thing. So a lot of people think it's emptying your mind or being still or whatever, but it can be as simple as, like, just noticing how your breath moves, right? Just noticing, okay, I can feel it coming into my nostrils. I can feel it filling out my chest. I can feel it filling out my stomach. Okay, now I can feel it going out, right? Just focusing on that or, or when you're in the shower and you're washing your hair, smell the shampoo, feel the slipperiness of it, feel the wetness of the temperature of the water. Those are all meditations. And when you think of it that way, then it's really easy to do meditation. And that, that, that is a way of quieting your mind because you're focusing on one single thing. Then you can move on to, okay, I'm going to sit still for 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to sit still for 30 seconds. Okay, that went well. I'm going to sit still for an hour. Uh, you know, I was going to say an hour. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit still for a minute I or two. I could, I could not do that. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. If you, if you start to do this and, like, you know, um, your mind will start to go kind of a little bit nuts on you, right? It's like, oh, what is this? Ah, oh, this doesn't work. This is stupid. I got so many things to do. Ah, right. And it starts to just get go crazy. But that's only because it's not used to it. It's not because there's anything wrong with it. It's just because it's unfamiliar. I have a friend who went to, um, anytime he has to make a big decision, he actually goes to a silence retreat. And he'll go there for like three to five, sometimes seven days. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll go there. And it's like, and he said this, and I've heard this from other people too. He said for the first day and a half, your brain just like, kicks your ass, right? It's, like, it's just like, what are you doing? This is crazy, ah, right? It's just all this noise. And then it just like, after about a day and a half, it just gives up and there's this peace and just quiet comes over you, right? And then all this clarity comes. And he says, yeah, this is just, this. it's just a, such a wonderful practice that he has, right? So in the same way, meditation or being out in nature or yeah. shutting off your stuff, it's going to feel weird and, you know, the brain's going to say a bunch of stuff to you. But if you just hang in there and if you continue to do it, your brain will actually catch up. He's okay, fine. Well, guys, I guess we're going to sit still or we're going to be out in there. I guess we're going to turn off the phone. Okay, fine. And it starts to work with you instead of against you. A few years ago, I, I took a week off on my own just mm. to go up and visit a friend in Golden, British Columbia, who has a and b bed and breakfast place. But coming back, I came back on a route that was a longer route. Mm -hmm. But it was through the Rocky Mountains. Oh, beautiful. And I found a spot where I had the fold-out chair, and I had the cooler with some food in it, and it was by a beautiful, I think, a beautiful uh, mountain river with, you know, and I was going to sit there for about a half an hour and have lunch. I must have sat there for three hours just looking at everything, and you know what? I couldn't have felt more oh, yeah. grounded and chilled. I just don't think we do enough of it. Absolutely. We don't give ourselves permission to stop. Right. Yeah. But but honestly, Bryn, just hearing that story, I feel more relaxed. Right. Because I'm, I'm just thinking about it now myself. Like, oh yeah, that's beautiful. And yeah, I I uh, like on the weekend I went out. The weather's been good where we are right now. And you know, so I went out and I went for a walk. I was down by the river valley and I was looking at stuff and ah, it was great. I was just I was in bliss. Right. And and honestly, I was only out there for about forty minutes. But that that I've been carrying that with me all week. And it's helped me deal with stress. It's helped me deal with like a like really super tight schedule. You know, the weather shifted. <laughs> so, yeah. and you know what I mean? And it's, it's still, it's still with me. And so, um, you know, like a, a, a experience like you had by that mountain stream or me going for a walk or someone else on a beach or, you know, in the forest, in the jungle, wherever, 
take we take that with us and that 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 sort of helps to be a template for our nervous system to be calm and happy and, and at peace. Get out there, enjoy the fresh air. Absolutely. Temperature, you can wear a coat if it gets a little on the cold side. Dress appropriately. Yes, please do. We don't want uh, any bad feedback on that one, especially as we start to move into the winter months. Dr. Gans gave me frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of feedback, we, uh, we'd we like to get that from you. Uh, every podcast, we try to chip away at what we call the stress monster right. with some helpful advice and some tips and some stories. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to drop us a note on our website, which is askdrgans.com, and post a quick note on the podcast. Right below, you'll see there's a little comment section. We always love to see that. If you love the show, tell us. If you don't, for a particular reason, tell us. Mm -hmm. That's important stuff for us as well, and we'll see what we can do. And also, maybe there's a subject you'd like us to touch on, so let's, uh, let's talk about that. If you go to the website, which is askdrgans.com, you can also look at the many features that we have seminars mm-hmm. on there cool stuff you can buy there's the book the me factor great book and also i want to touch on this real quick public speaking events you were in chicago about a month and a half ago yeah and i know you like doing public speaking and you'd like to do more of it yes absolutely i love love teaching people all these techniques that really have worked for me and i've seen over the 20 some years of being in private practice and coaching and doing these different things, how well they work and, you know, little tweaks. And like we always say on these podcasts, some of this stuff is so simple. Uh, it's, it's not rocket science, but at the same time we forget about it because it is so simple. So reminding people to do these things and, and setting up a system so they can do it systematically and consistently, consistently so they can get the, the benefits from them. And folks can reach you on the website as well for Absolutely. any speaking engagements, that kind of thing. Hey, thanks. That was fun today. Always fun. Always I'm just thinking of that mountain stream right now, and I'm feeling a lot more relaxed. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. I'm Brent Griffiths. Thanks for listening and tell your friends, and also have a great day. And we're back, of course, next week. Same right. time, same spot. One, two, three. Listen. Listen.